Hello, and welcome to Crafty Hands Club Magazine Podcast. I'm your host, Carice Jefferson. This podcast is for crafters of all ages and walks of life who love connecting with other crafters, making crafts a lifestyle, or ready to turn their craft into a profitable side business. Tune in weekly for honest conversations and interviews about industry news, trends, lifestyle, and business. Hey, Craft Cuties. Welcome to another episode of Crafty Hands Club Magazine Podcast. Today's episode is all about taxes. Yeah, I know most people find taxes to be boring and a headache, but if you're in business or considering going into a business, you need to understand and pay taxes. Otherwise, you'll be in trouble. This isn't about giving any legal or tax advice in this episode. This episode is simply stating what is required of you as a hobbyist or business owner in terms of tax reporting. In this episode, I will talk about the required tax reporting for both hobbyists and small businesses. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Crafty Hands Club Mag. You can use hashtag CHC podcast when sharing screenshots of the episode that you're listening to. Now let's talk about what is considered a hobby according to the Internal Revenue Service. A hobby is something that you do that's not for the purpose of profitability. It's what you do in your spare time. And spare time is different for everybody because everybody have different schedules, different obligations to meet. It might be once a week. It might be bi-weekly. It might be once a month. It might be quarterly. You get the drift. A hobby is not considered as a business simply because most hobbies make little to no profit. Let's say that you made knitted baby blankets last year and you sold some. Well, according to the IRS, the income that you received has to be reported on your tax filings. And your hobby income is considered as other income, which is line 21 on your form 1040. Because a hobby is not a business, Please know that you cannot deduct any hobby-related expenses to offset the income. However, when you report income from your hobby activities, make sure that you have sales records and source documents, such as receipts or online confirmations, just in case there's an audit in the future. So what about if you are a side business or a full-time business? Well, you too have to report income, but unlike a hobby, you can deduct some expenses to offset what came in. Check with publication 535 on the irs.gov website to see what expense deductions are allowed and disallowed. You need to file either a Schedule C or a form 1120 or 1120S, depending on your business entity, its tax structure, and activity. 
there might be other forms required depending on the nature of your business. But please know that no matter what schedules that you're using, everything eventually goes back on the form 1040. Now, I have 20 years of experience in bookkeeping and accounting, and I cannot stress this enough. Please, please, please make sure that you do very good record keeping to track your income and expenses along with source documents just in case IRS have questions or concerns. Not only will that save you a lot of trouble, but it will make your accountant happy that you're keeping track of activities that's going in and out your business. On the financial standpoint, some accounting and bookkeeping services do charge clients more if they have to go through documents and sort them out from shoeboxes. But thanks to technological advances, you can upload those receipts and purchase confirmations directly from your smartphone to a bookkeeping platform or if you're using Google Docs or a spreadsheet, those things can be uploaded and stored as a file. Also, regarding business income, so IRS also considers a business a hobby. If you've been in business for five years and you haven't made a profit from your craft services, you can do three out of five years, so 60%, you can deduct net losses for three years out of five years of existence. If you go into year four and you had a loss, IRS considers it as a hobby. And that goes back to what was mentioned earlier, that a hobby makes little to no profit. Now. Lastly, I want to talk about the Form 1099-K, what it is and what you do with it. So a 1099-K is what's provided to you as an e-commerce business from merchants in which your items are sold. Think Amazon, Etsy, and other platforms where you may sell your goods or services. A 1099-K, it doesn't need to be sent to the IRS with any of your tax filings. It's just a copy provided to you for record keeping. Now, just because you don't have to submit it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't have importance, right? It's important that you check the total amount from your 1099K and verify it against what your bookkeeping records show. So again, that goes back into the importance of keeping good records. And if there are any discrepancies, that's a good way to discover the error. Now, there is a threshold regarding 1099K. In order to receive one, you must have had a minimum of 200 sales transactions and earned 20,000 in sales, but just from one platform. So if you sell handmade goods on both Etsy and Amazon, and you did not earn 20 grand from either platform, you won't receive a 1099K. However, if you made 20,000 on one of the two platforms, you will receive a 1099K from the one that you did meet the minimal requirement. That's a wrap for this week's episode. 
I hope you got a better understanding of tax reporting requirements as a hobbyist or business owner. If you love this episode, you can share it on social. Simply just screenshot the episode and tag Crafty Hands Club Mag using hashtag CHC Podcast. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Tune in next week.